Welcome to the Back Row Texan Show. Brought to you by the Back Row Sports Network. I'm your host, Branson Thomas, talking all things Houston Texans football. Here we go. Welcome back, Houston Texans fans, to another episode of the Back Row Texan Show. This is episode number 13. Lucky 13. Speaking of lucky, uh, this episode is going to be the gambling episode. What and where to bet on your Houston Texans. Sounds like fun and sounds like we're going to make some money. You know, I should actually be in Vegas today. Um, for the whole weekend, but due to COVID and having to quarantine when we get back and everything like that, we decided to push our plans back. So unfortunately, I'm not doing this live at the Caesars Sportsbook, but I'll still be able to uh, give you the fun fun tips and, and advice that way. But, you know, it, it's kind of hard to fret over something so small like that, you know, when, when people's lives are currently at risk or were at risk with uh, Hurricane Laura, who, you know, has has gone through uh, the area. You know, while, while Houston lucked out not really getting hit directly, there's still tons of wind, tons of rain. There's still going to be damage. Um, risks are still out there. You know, our friends to the east, you know, Beaumont, Louisiana, they got hammered. You know, it, it came on land as a Category 4. You know, hopefully people were smart. They were told to evacuate. Hopefully they did. Um, if, if you weren't, uh, weren't smart about it, um, hopefully, you know, you were safe and the damage wasn't as bad. There's already pictures and so much damage that have been reported and shown, you know, hopefully that I pray that the fatalities stay low. You know, I'm, I'm sure the Texans and the New Orleans Saints, uh, will both, you know, be out helping once, once it completely passes through. I know, um, it's been kind of over Louisiana right now and it's making its way across the U.S. up to Tennessee and and towards the east that way. So hopefully everything in its path, hopefully everybody is safe and it's not near as bad as as previous storms have been before. So today's episode, we'll kind of talk about what's going on around the league, around the sports world, around the United States. Then we'll go over the scrimmage. We'll, We'll kind of give you some review and notes of, of what happened during the scrimmage um, and then follow that up with the gambling portion and and what to place your bets on for your Texans. So yesterday was was quite a day in the U.S. And, and for the Houston area. Not only do you have Hurricane Laura closing in on us yesterday, but the sports world was on complete awe from a fan's perspective um, and from just a human being in general. It was it was good to see people come together. You know, Jacob Blake's shooting in Wisconsin um, has sparked boycotts 
all across the sports world, you know, from tennis to soccer, uh, NHL, MLB, NBA, you know, teams and individuals, they're making a stand uh, by not playing in their scheduled games. You know, the NBA, uh, the Bucks decided not to come out and essentially after that point, no other games were played that day. Those are playoff games and they boycotted playing those games and there uh, was almost a season. They almost boycotted the rest of the season, but have come together and since decided they'll pick it back up on Saturday. You know, that's, that's a big deal. And it's, it's, you know, they're using their platform to bring awareness, you know, and it's not just their MLB games have, have been canceled. Um, the Lions football, they decided not to scrimmage and, and decided to host a conference. I saw the Tennessee Titans had a press conference. Everyone's fed up. The killings need to stop. You know, there has to be a better way to go about all this. And, you know, hopefully we can find that way soon. With regards to the Texans, um, they did talk about it today. They got together as a group, uh, not all the players, but a good majority of them, um, because they had a scrimmage today. And while other teams around the NFL, some of them decided not to scrimmage, the Texans essentially figured they should scrimmage, but they are going to have a meeting afterwards. You know, Kenny Stills, I believe, is going to be leading that meeting, and as of recording right now, they're probably still in the meeting. Um, but they're, they've got a lot of good ideas, according to Bill O'Brien's press conference. Um, he's not He didn't go into any details, and rightfully so, but a lot of them, you know, how to have change, how to make the change. So we'll see in the coming days kind of what happened with there but let's uh let's talk about you know this this scrimmage we had you know football i uh, got to see some videos of them warming up out on the field in an rg it's a little little weird without any fans but still still nice to see them see them out there in uniform getting ready for football um it it was not full full contact you know not super hardcore Kind of went through situations, lots of red zone, lots of third downs, you know, stuff like that. Uh, simulation kind of deals with that, uh, but also just getting a feel for it, running around. You had your first team offense out there against your second team defense and vice versa, first team defense, second team offense. So, you know, Watson started off hot, you know, five for five to four different receivers. It wasn't a huge rush coming from the second team defense, but, you know, still a little bit. Um, but ultimately, that first drive ended on a, a Fairbairn field goal. Uh, third down, we incomplete pass, so ended up setting that up that way. And then for your first team defense, they uh, ended up getting a three and out. And on that third play, you know, um, Hargraves came in for the sack. So you're going to see a lot more pressure from the DBs this year, blitzes and attacking from all different angles. And it kept that way up through the whole game. So. I really look forward to watching Weaver work this year in calling defensive plays. That next series for the second-team offense, though, they did actually move the ball on the defense. Um, several big gains coming from wide receivers Chad Hansen and Stephen Mitchell, who have both been turning heads this camp um, and are really pushing to to get on this team in some way or another. Um, but that one, again, that one also ended with a Fairbairn 47-yard field goal this time. So he's looked really well throughout camp also. So then you had 
first team offense back out there and they you know driving down the field doing really well um new addition to the texans pj hall on this drive pj hall for the defense ended up bursting up the middle and getting a pressure sack on watson so you know it's good to see he's back in shape he's doing well for us and hopefully you know that continues on into the season because he'll be a key rotational player for us couple highlight plays from this drive and this game in general will fuller made a diving grab for 25 yards it was a great catch you know hopefully they'll show a highlight of it at some point but we'll see that drive ultimately ended up with a kenny stills touchdown perfect strike from watson i think he ended up being four for four on that drive with close to 70 yards so you know he's moving them down the field that's that's good to know Second half of the scrimmage was, you know, lots of back and forth, lots of fun. Um, Jacob Martin ended up having a scoop and score. There was a bad exchange at roughly the 25-yard line. He came in, scooped it up, and made some made a move or two and trotted into the end zone. And then the last play of the scrimmage was another key defensive play. It was a diving interception by A.J. Moore. So this uh, this defense is is getting me excited. You know, I know it's versus our backups or second team offense, and it's not real game time situation, but, you know, it's still something to look forward to and get excited about. So, you know, two weeks from from now, um, if you're listening to this, after two weeks from the Thursday, September 10th, we have that first game against the Chiefs. So hopefully we can bring that pressure, uh, particularly up the middle, kind of like P.J. Hall did today. Um, if we can push the pressure from the middle, it's going to bother Mahomes. And if he backs up, he's going right into Whitney Merciless, right into J.J. Watt coming around the end. So if we can do that and uh, really put the pressure on him, not let him sit back there, we'll we'll be able to do some do some damage and possibly win that game. So hopefully tonight the Texans got a good look at the players, um, look at some needs we may or may not have you know if safety was good if linebackers um, wide receiver offensive line you know whatever you name it get a good look at it because you know after we reworked the Angela Blackson deal uh, we're sitting at 22.6 million for the cap do we spend that this year or roll it over you know you'll have people out there say oh spend it use it up on Watson's contract use it on Cunningham's contract well it's not going to work that way because hopefully if we do it smart we do extensions, and it wouldn't affect this next year, this year or next year at all. So I say roll it over. You don't need anybody. Um, there weren't any particular injuries that happened. I think Chad Hansen got hit pretty hard by Lonnie Johnson there in the scrimmage. He'll be evaluated again tomorrow to see, you know, kind of how he's doing. Uh, if he's if he's okay, uh, Bill O'Brien thought, you know, he handled it pretty well and just wanted to take a look tomorrow, but. I say roll that money over to next year because the cap's already going to be cut low because of COVID and the uncertainties of revenue. I really think we could use all the money we can get. But, you know, if if an injury does arise or if we does feel we need some depth or even a possible starter somewhere, uh, like safety, you know, alongside Justin Reed, if, if Murray doesn't pan out or um, doesn't seem like he was all there during the scrimmage in this upcoming week. Maybe you look at the veteran safety like an Eric Reed or Earl Thomas. 
And if you haven't heard yet, uh, the Ravens did release Earl Thomas this week. You know, former UT player, Seattle Seahawks, Legion of Boom. He's had a rough year this year. Um, lots of off-field issues and on-field issues as well. You know, there at camp, apparently he's been in the wrong coverages and getting into fights. And uh, this past week, he got into a fist fight with one of his own teammates um, on defense, let alone. It wasn't even an offensive player. It was on his own defense. I started throwing punches, and, well, that was the last straw. The Ravens cut cut him. You know, he would obviously be an upgrade at the position, I still can play really well, but I don't know if I want the cost or the headache, to be honest with you. And not to mention, I'm pretty sure Dallas is, you know, his first choice, first one on the list. When he was in Seattle, he said, hey, Jerry, come get me. You know, he was trying to get traded back then to him. He wants to come back to Texas, just not East Texas. He wants to go up to Dallas. And uh, my bet would be Jerry bringing him in. And speaking of bets, let's get into all these uh, prop bets for your Houston Texans. You know, this this day and age, you can pretty much bet on anything. Like, think about the Super Bowl. People bet on the over-under for the time, the national anthem, how long that takes, the coin flip. You can bet what the first play of each game is going to be, you know, incomplete pass, uh, what the first score is going to be, you know, is it a pick six is a touchdown rushing receiving a field goal whatever you name it you know when you're when you're there in person in vegas at those sports books you can literally bet on anything and god i wish i was there right now but i'm not so i, I pulled some stuff off of mybookie.com. you know you can do some online gambling there and kind of get a feel for uh what it's like i mean it's by no means the same but still um Still some fun and, and some opportunities to uh, make some money. So we'll start out with some team overall team stuff and then kind of go into a couple of uh, individual prop bets that I'm, I'm looking at. Um, so to win the AFC South, the Texans are third on the list behind the Colts and Titans at a 13-4 to odds. So I think the Titans kind of take a step back. There's no way they're going to be as efficient as they were. There's no way. And in doing so, they're gonna they're not gonna be, you know, as, as good as they were last year, obviously. And I don't think they're in the running. I think they're actually third. I do think Houston does take it. I don't believe in Phillip Rivers. Yeah, he's never had a line like this to throw behind. But he's also older and still gonna risk it throwing stuff into traffic and get picks. That's that's who he is. He's an older uh, you know, Jameis Winston, gunslinger. So that would be one I put my money on. You know, put 20 bucks, 100 bucks down, see what you get. You know, you do that, you're in the playoffs, right? So what is it to win the AFC championship? Well, out of 16 teams, the Texans are 11th at 30 to 1 odds. So you put down 100 bucks, you're going to win $3,000 if they win the AFC championship. That'd be awesome do i think they do that this year i don't know they've never been to the afc championship if they get there i think they have a fair shot you know depending on this defense if it's if it's as aggressive and uh efficient as you know it, it was today in the scrimmage which i understand it's a scrimmage and it's nothing real but you know what 
why not? 30 to 1, like I said, put 20 bucks down. It's 20 bucks. You could win 600 bucks. That'd be awesome. You know, and if they win that, then they're in the Super Bowl. Well, what are the odds for the Super Bowl? 55 to 1. 55 to 1. 100 bucks gets you 5,500 bucks. That sounds like a win to me. That puts them 18th on the list. You know, if they were 11th for the AFC Championship, that means seven NFC teams they have better. You know, your Seahawks, your 49ers, the Vikings, the Bears, Packers, and Tampa Bay, you know. And the Super Bowl odds to win that, you know, start out with your Chiefs and then your, oh, I think it's Baltimore Ravens, then your 49ers and your Buccaneers. You know, they're really loving Tom Brady down there with those weapons. I don't blame him, but that defense is atrocious. So I don't think he's going to do it. Now, your odds of getting into the playoffs and your odds of winning the division and the AFC championships and all that are based on your wins, right? So why not look at a prop bet for most wins in the season? What team is going to have the most wins? Well, your Texans are 19th and at 50-1. to And that is a bet I will not be taking because I don't think the Texans are going to have the most wins this year. You know, I love being optimistic and whatnot, but that's just not going to happen. You're going to have to have 13, 14, maybe even 15 wins to, you know, take that this year. And uh, I don't see a team like Houston doing that. It's, you know, 12 and 4 is the best record they've ever had. And maybe after another year of it or something, but... No, not this year. So that I'd stick stay away from that. But I would take the over on their regular season win total and put all my money there. You know, regular season win total is over under seven and a half. You're telling me we can't win eight games, be five hundred team with Deshaun Watson. Come on. You've got two against Jacksonville. You've got Cleveland. You've got the Bears who <laughs> I don't think they're that good. Their defense is good, but the quarterback play is going to be terrible. And then we have a knack for winning close games. Since Bill O'Brien started, we've won a good portion of our close games. And with Deshaun Watson in there, how can you not count us? How can you count us out? I think, you know, I hit the over. And I have no problems thinking that we're going to get it. So I am for sure on that. Now, that pretty much covers your team ones that they have here on my bookie um, I know at one point earlier in the season there was one that was pretty favorable for Houston uh, or for making money at least saying Houston wasn't going to make the playoffs and I would have put all my money on that there's no way they didn't, they missed the playoffs this year I I just don't think that's in them I really don't not with Deshaun there it would take an injury and you know unfortunately your bets are not you know, there's no insurance on, oh, if Deshaun Watson gets hurt, you get your money back. A lot of them aren't that way. But speaking of Deshaun, there's a couple of prop bets here uh, that are, you know, good to look at here. Regular season MVP. You know, he's eighth on the list. You know, you got Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady. Uh, I think Matthew Stafford's on there above him. And, you know, it's plus 2,000. So you bet. You know, 100 bucks, you get $20,000. That's, oh, excuse me, $200,000. My mistake. That was, sounds like a great opportunity, and I think that's, you know, a possibility. 
that is definitely one to throw money on because, hey, why not? You know, if he wins it and does what what I think uh, he's going to do on these other prop bets, then he can definitely be in the running. Regular season passing yards over under 4,099 and a half. You know, it's paying out at 105 to uh, for the over and 135 for the under. So, you know, is he going to get 4,100 yards or less? I think he goes over this year. I do. I think he's going to, to ball out and air it out with this new offense, these new weapons. I mean, he's got speed to take it deep. He's got a reliable core in the middle with the tight ends, Randall Cobb. And then out of the backfield, you got two great receiving backs in the Johnson brothers. So, yes, I think he's going to hit over 4,100 yards, and I'm putting my money there as well. Just like the next one, regular season passing touchdowns. Over under 27 and a half. You know, right now it's paying negative 120 for either one of them, over or under. They can't decide what they're feeling one way or the other. I think this year is going to be the first Texan quarterback to reach 30 touchdowns. He's going to do it. Again, this is through the air uh, because he will get five or six on the ground, which, you know, if he, he does go over 4,100 yards and over 30 touchdowns plus. 600 yards on the ground and five or six touchdowns yes that's gonna put him in the money for you know mvp so again that's i'm putting my money on all three of those there why not uh let's go defensive player of the year how about jj watt plus 1200 he's fourth on the list you know you got aaron donald at plus 700 to uh give you kind of a idea but you got nick bosa and then khalil mack right before jj watt um, which it's funny because JJ and TJ Watt are both tied at plus 1200. So, you know, tied for fourth there. And that, that might be a, quite the duel and trash talk over Thanksgiving. Do I think he'll get defensive player of the year? God, it, it would take a 2014, 2015 type season. I don't see that happening. Comeback player of the year. However, JJ is plus 725. He's fifth on the list. You know, behind Gronk, Stafford, Big Ben, and Alex Smith. But that one I can actually see him winning. That one I'd put put some money on. You know, if he if he stays healthy this year, there's no way he's not in the running for both of those. But I think he has a better chance at comeback player of the year. So the last three we'll kind of look at. I don't see any of them happening and, and don't plan on putting any money on. Uh, but just figured I'd kind of shed some light on him as most passing yards in a season. Deshaun is 15th on the list at plus 3,300. You know, Drew Brees, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, those are, you know, your top guys up there. I think Matthew Stafford's up there too. Odds of him getting the most, eh, pretty, pretty slim to be honest with you. Uh, If he wasn't as mobile, sure, if he had to rely more on his arm, maybe, but He's not. He dual threat. He's gonna get the uh, the rushing, and and that's gonna take away from some. Not to mention your Texans like to run the ball. Yes, I know Lamar Jackson did great in both last year, but that was the Baltimore Ravens, not the Houston Texans. You know, and who's he throwing to? So most receiving yards for the season. Uh, you got Fuller and Cooks on the list at plus sixty five hundred and plus sixty six hundred. So they're right right there next to each other. And, you know, if they both stay healthy, 
it's not going to happen. If one's healthy and one gets hurt, you have a lot better chance of actually make some money off of that. You know, but like I said, they're both 65, 6,600. Michael Thomas is leading it with plus 350. That's a huge difference. You know, it's Thomas and Julio to round out the top two. And again, I'm not putting my money on either one of them. I hope they have a great year. Man, I'd love to be proven wrong here uh, because that would mean, you know, I'm making money on the other ones I, I had figured in. But it's, you know, it's not a bet for me. Just like this last one, most rushing yards for the season. Um, David Johnson's on the list at plus 4,000. You know, he's he's pretty middle of the pack, you know. Um, Henry leads the pack there with plus 600 to give you a retrospect of 4,600. And, you know, CMC, uh, Dalvin Cook, and Nick Chubb are all rounding out the top four there. Um, I don't think Henry does it again. I don't think Chubb does it, actually. If Cook stays healthy, he has a good chance to do it, honestly. Um, but, you know, David Johnson, I while I think he's going to have a heck of a year, I don't see him getting that 1,400, 1,500 yards that it's going to take to uh, claim the rushing title. Overall, we got some good ones I'm betting on. You know, AFC South for sure. Uh, you know, regular season win total, we're going at the over. I'm taking the over for both the passing yards and passing touchdowns for Deshaun. I'm going to do comeback player of the year for J.J. Watt, and I'm going to go ahead and throw some MVP money out for Deshaun at plus 2,000. So hopefully the end of the season I will be able to sit pretty with a nice check, and uh, I'll, I'll keep you guys updated. But for now, that's going to be it for this podcast. Like I said earlier, hopefully everybody's staying safe. Be smart out there. You know, if the water's rushing or flowing at all, don't drive across it. Don't try to walk across it. It'll sweep you off your feet and take you places you don't want to go. So stay smart. Stay safe. You know, COVID's not gone, so wear a mask. But don't forget, go Texans! Texans!